0: If you are ready to change the way people experience the transition to parenthood, you've come to the right place. On this podcast, we interview postpartum professionals, academics and researchers, as well as parents with unique perspectives on postpartum. Whether you've been working with new families for decades or are brand new to postpartum care, we'd love you to join us. I'm your host, Julia Jones. Hello and welcome to Newborn Mothers Podcast. Today we have Irina who is from Ljubljana in Slovenia, which is... um Actually, one of my favourite places, I feel like Slovenians and Australians actually have a lot in common. I know that sounds quite strange, but we obviously get on well. Um, And also, Irina, you've studied actually with a lot of Australians, which is an interesting um, kind of influence as well. But Irina used to be an attorney at law, and uh, it was a big career change after after burnout and spending some time being a stay-at-home mum that she then went on to study hypnobirthing, Bowen technique um, and uh, the Newborn Mothers Collective as well, which is how we met, and now works in this space as a uh, a nurturer and a facilitator with with new mums.
1: Do you want to introduce yourself or add anything to that? Well. First of all, hello <laughs> to everybody who is listening. And um, yes, I think you have introduced me quite, uh, quite nicely. Yeah, it was, um, it was an interesting journey for me, uh, being this uh, ambitious young woman, uh, wanted to have a career and worked uh, her way up, you know, um, in, uh, in attorney law office. But then uh, something happened, you know, I became a mom and uh, things have started to uh, unfold in unexpected direction. So after the second child, I, um, I burned out. Uh, and then I decided to, to, to stop working uh, in corporate or in that uh, office. And I started to question myself like, okay, what is life calling me uh, to do and to share? And um, then I uh, started to study for, uh, for Bowen practitioner and I had um, some good experiences as a mom uh, with a baby massage. And I was thinking, well, maybe I could support moms, you know, in, the, in this period of life uh, where I could find that most of women were not supported so well.
0: Yeah, so you did start out doing that more like um, physical kind of support, I guess, like the body work, but you were finding that on its own that wasn't quite enough. So, what were the next steps for you?
1: Yes, so I did body work and I did uh, kind of like childbirth class because uh, my first, my third baby was a hypnobirthing baby, but um, most of my clients were for body work. Yes, and when I came um, to visit a mom, like some of them would ask me, would you come uh, to our place, which was really unusual at that time, because usually people would just like book a practitioner, come to their studio. Right. And I said, yeah, it's no problem. I can come to your home. And it was completely different. When you come uh, in a home, um, a woman is in her environment and you can really see the bigger picture. You can see her struggling and, um, Yes, there were a lot of questions, you know, and you could see that uh, it was um, something missing. Like, you know, if you just do a bodywork and go, like, I could feel that she has so many questions or, you know, things to to say or to check. But I didn't know um, how to answer because it's really important that you don't leave a mom more stressed than then she was when you came. So I was looking for an answer for that. And this is where the universe has, you know, um, made a good job, and he sent me um, something about you in the Facebook newsfeed. <laughs> how I probably this is pied, how I find you.
0: Probably a pie dad. <laughs> well
1: you know it's paid off
0: (laughs) (laughs) no that's great and so yeah I can completely relate to that because I I personally had a similar experience that I felt like I was missing something in doing my postpartum work that I was wasn't understanding something. I know um, for both of us, that kind of missing piece was really a, an understanding of what's happening to women's brains and, and identity and what we are kind of more commonly now calling matrescence. Um, so you, how do you... F- that that changed your work, like when you go from doing more just like some kind of like Bowen for people who don't know is a little bit like a
1: kind of massage. Um, it's like myofascial my technique. It's myofascial technique and actually comes from Australia.
0: <laughs> yes. yes. And so going from that to having a more holistic approach of including in it this idea of, of identity and, and, you know, and supporting mm. women through this transition, how did that change your work?
1: Well, it changed immensely. First of all, I could reflect like what happened to me as a woman and as a mother. And I could also understand, you know, everything that I went through. And all of this uh, has become a source of empowerment for me. But then, of course, it changed my work, because I, I just kind of started to see these women differently. Like I could see that you know, she is in this transition. She is she's going through a transformation. She is in this special period of her life when she is saying goodbye to someone um, who she was until now, and that she's now becoming uh, someone new. And this is, you know, some something like you know, adolescence, like you know how to how to talk with teenager, you understand the support, um, um, not the support, the needs, the needs of the teenager and you support the t- a teenager in a, in a specific way. So I realized, yes, this is what happens to women like they need some something different, like more, uh, more space to, um, to uh, explore, who am I now? When I'm a mother? Um, and also what I could see is that, um, they would come into motherhood still so much in the head, like all thinking, you know, all with this masculine way of doing things and solving problems and everything. And then of course, you know, being in this more masculine, uh, energy, it was not the answer for the challenge that was in front of her which is the baby, like we have so many books about, you know, um, mothering, and it seems like mothering has become a science or something like that. But actually, it's not. It's just uh, something that uh, we need to take back and empower women and show them that um, there is also um, other way of mothering, you know, that it's more feminine and this is where we need support because we don't, we didn't have a, a model when we were young. We were told that we can do everything like boys could, right? So we were this like, um, I can do everything, like, uh, you know, type of mentality and mindset. Like you can listen to the music. Like one of the examples would be the the that song. You know, I'm a survivor, right? Like we are tough women, right? But then you know, you become a mother and you start to realize that, you know, everything is not the way you have expected. And then all those uh, expectations and projections of those expectations bring up a lot of challenges because, you know, and also um, when you become a mother, children bring up so much of your stuff as well. And it's the time of healing. It's a time of rest. It's it's time of going inwards And this is what women don't understand. They are um, in a hurry to get back in their old skinny jeans and, you know, being active and, um, you know, managing all the stuff. (laughs) So
0: it's interesting to me because you've had this own experience yourself. You were living in that very, you know, hyper-masculine corporate world um, yourself and and that obviously didn't work out well for you. So I think it's, you know, it's beautiful and it makes sense that then those are the kinds of people that you you attract and, and who you can support. But I know that you've done something quite difficult, which is you, I know you get a lot of inquiries from people asking for the bound therapy, but you now only want to work with them in this more, um, you still do that, but only as part of these larger, more transformational, holistic kind of packages. But what is it like saying no to, to clients And and is it worth it or why is it worth it?
1: Mm. Yes, well, um, thank you for this question. Means a lot. Uh, Yes, this was um, not an easy decision, but as you start to see mom and baby as two parts of one uh, whole unit, like this is a diet, then you start to understand that if you only work with with the baby or with the child, uh, then you have only Supported, you know, one one part of the of the whole, and I just realized that this is not congruent with my um, with my beliefs. It's not what I stand for. I stand for, you know, that mother or a woman is actually supported in this time of her life, and that this is the time for her to rest, to slow down, really slow down, and uh, to to receive as well, because it's not only about nurturing the baby but it uh, it's also about nurturing the mother as we nurture the mother we nurture the baby and this is what has become my um my mission statement like you know and this is why i decided that if i want to solve a, a, a problem for a mom or help help her solve her problem her problem is her baby is for example colicky or kind of restless like it's the baby's crying a lot but oftentimes you know it's not something that is physical with the baby but it's more like in the energy and the emotions and as babies are co-regulating with her mother it's obviously the mother we need to tend for to right because it's um she needs to be nurtured and then she will be able to nurture her baby and the baby will be fine so if i just come into the bone for the baby there's so much more I could do, right? And uh, this is why I have decided that I will offer uh, this technique, but only, you know, as a mother and the baby being uh, one whole uh, entity.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And looking at that not just as only physical, but also emotional and even spiritual. And yeah, yeah. So what were some of the biggest challenges? It must have been pretty scary quitting, uh, you know, like a successful, well-paid job and then just going out to do something a bit woo-woo. So what were some of the kind of biggest challenges about that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, there were challenges because, first of all, even to present this idea like, okay, what are you working like? What are you doing? People were not understanding, you know, what am I doing? Can you make a living out of that? Or, and sometimes also like, you know, people have expectations that this is not something that you can be paid for. Right. Um, And um, it was challenging. Yes, because the income has changed, uh, of course, uh, but also my lifestyle has changed um, a lot. You know, and um, it is uh, it is difficult to you know stand where you are and also to set prices for your work because this is also one of the issues that you know a lot of women have like self worth like how do you value this work how valuable is this for a person for a mother to receive such s- support and I know that um, most women have a problem because they are looking. Uh, uh, at this, like this is lo- some luxury wellness that I offer, but it's not a luxury wellness. It's actually a necessity because through through thousands of years, like, you know, w- women have been supported in this time and we need this. It's our biological design. We need to be supported. We need uh, hands on, we need healing, we need uh, you know, uh, nourishing food and everything. And we cannot do this for ourselves, we cannot tend to uh, for, um, for ourselves, uh, when we are in this period of life, and it was not meant to be. So yeah, it's really uh, challenging to present this idea, because um, most of them would just like, what does this cost? Like, how much do you charge? And if they don't understand what they will receive, um It's harder, you know, uh, so this is why I usually take time and I talk to a woman or maybe invite her to to a free consultation so that she understands that we will be together uh, for a longer period of time. And I also like to start before birth because it's um, when after birth, there can be so much overwhelm. and I really think that mothers are not in the place of, you know, to be filled, filled with information and this is why um, uh, pre-birth time is really good to start preparing not only for the birth but also for for the postpartum period which is much yeah. larger time right yes. then you know birth is maybe one day or a couple of hours depends uh, you know um, on the woman but like postpartum is a really long period and I have had comments from uh, my clients like I, I really didn't realize that, you know, birth would be like, you know, challenge for a couple of hours but postpartum is days, weeks, months, you know, it's a, and nobody tells you, you know, how to prepare for, for this.
0: Loving this podcast? Check out our books at newbornmothers.com. Nourishing Newborn Mothers is a recipe book to nourish your mind, body and soul after childbirth. And my second book, Newborn Mothers, was a bestseller. I know, I can't believe it either. It's about baby brain, village building and how to find happiness in 21st century parenting. You can get the first chapter free of both books at newbornmothers.com books. So what do your packages look like now that you feel like you, you are more confident in saying this is what I do and this is what will get the best results. Um, so, you know,
1: what does that look like now if a woman wants to work with you? Mm-hmm. So basically I have two types of packages and one would be for women uh, who decide to uh, work with me uh, while they are still pr- pregnant. So we, uh, we go through uh, childbirth preparation and preparation for, um, for motherhood and postpartum. And uh, also men are invited. And usually men are um, joining a mom uh, while we do this preparation. And I can just see, you know, those eyes like opening like and the clicks doing and aha. And also men are changing through uh, through this preparation. Uh, and then we go on after birth and sometimes I attend birth also as a birth doula, but that's not, um, something that would be typical. Um, like I'm more focused um, to, for the support, you know, for preparation and after birth, because not everyone would decide for a doula. And the other package is more like, uh, when they find me after birth. So would you, you have asked me like what's in the package or? How, how I do it. Mm, I really like uh, body work. So obviously Bowen technique and some other techniques that I've learned uh, in uh, last couple of years are included in that. And I am just, you know, using what I feel and need or recognize that it's, um, that would be beneficial. And then there's just, you know, talk. And a lot of women afterwards say to me, you know, I really didn't know that I needed this talk so much. Like maybe this talk was the most important thing that I received from uh, from from the visits because I do home visits. Uh, I I don't work in a studio. I work. Um, out there, so I'm doing home visits, and I talk with mom. And of course, I bring her also some wisdom. I share the wisdom that I received um, as a mother, as a woman, and also through all, all my um, uh, education. But I don't like to bring it in sense of lecture, in sense of coming in as an expert. But I just share it, you know, like some whispers along uh, the visit, and then I do. Um, uh, I support uh, breastfeeding. I'm not a breastfeeding um, or lactation uh, consultant, but women also need um, uh, support with breastfeeding. You know, sometimes it's just like sitting next to her and asking her, and how do you feel? Like, How would you need a pillow here? Does this feel better? Because women, they forget about themselves. They forget about the body. And, you know, they don't ask the body, how do you feel? Like, you know, and then they are all tense. And of course, everything, you know, is then even um, more intense for them and they are more tired. And I asked them, like, "Um, have you eaten anything today? Like, what do you like to eat? Uh, And what do you eat? And then we start to talk about food. And this is how I share the wisdom. Like I just kind of um, uh, interwove this in in our talk. And then I show her maybe some like baby massage, tummy massage, and how she can help herself with baby wrap or carrier. And um, like uh, the basics of baby handling. It's a lot of practical things, but also... Like just sitting and talking and you know making some things more normal through for for her through uh the conversation that she starts to see something through a different uh window because it's so much into in also in letting go of things like letting go of the expectations and ideas, and it's really a journey because it's. It's a transformation that lasts for, well, not only weeks and months, sometimes it can be years. I don't know what is your experience, but I know also from my personal journey that it was years, you know, it took me years to to really come to where I'm at now. So there was a lot of shedding, a lot of shedding. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would say years, and and even like when people ask me how long is postpartum, I often say, well, it just means after after birth, so that's the rest of your life.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. So, and also, you know, it's uh, it's uh, this time of of life is uh, also I think what we would call like rite of passage, and I see now pregnancy, birth, and early motherhood as as um, one whole journey it's not separate it's not now i'm pregnant now i'm having birth and now i'm a postpartum mom no it's it's um it's um like three parts of one process through which the transformation happens and it has some specific um not rules but you know the dynamics that needs um different kind of support at each stage so understanding that really Help me to understand, you know, my clients. And um, every year, the way I support women changes because I change as well. And I'm just, you know, you know, sharing what I have received because I think this is how it's meant to be. This is the feminine way. Like mm, as I've heard from, I think it was uh, Amy Taylor Cabaz that shared in her her program uh, where I also. Um, explored matrescence uh, that, you know, women who have uh, already walked the path need to pass this wisdom to those who have yet to come and those who are just starting, they need to receive that. And this is how the circle of life is going on. And this is how women wisdom and women secrets and women power is passed on from generation to generation. And we are lacking this now because we have lost our villages villages and our village way of life right so we lack community um and the support that happens through the community and i can see moms you know being alone at home like four walls and and mom in slovenia we have uh, also parent um not only leave, but uh, also uh, paternal leave. I don't know if this is the right expression, but the father gets paid leave as well, but not as long as mom. So for the first month, uh, a family can be um, together but still they are often quite lost. And sometimes they are saying, no, we don't need help. It's just the two of us. We are getting to know with the baby, Uh, you know, we will call you. But then they they are both struggling, you know, because I always say that um, two pair of hands are not enough for one baby. This is why we have this saying, (laughs) like it takes a village to raise a child. And also mothering as an act, is really not something that you would do alone mothering is something that you know the whole village can do or, or maybe i should say should do yeah or it's meant yeah. to be and this is where our struggles are coming from because we are not respecting the needs that we have like biologically uh, as as newborn mothers uh we don't respect the the biological design and the needs from from, from the baby uh and and this is why we have such a hard time. And then we don't understand this transition. We don't understand matrescence. We don't even know what it is. <laughs> and um, yes, we we make so much things much harder. And I'm so grateful to have received now all this wisdom and support and to be surrounded by women like you and, and Amy and um, all the students in your program and in her. And I can really think, feel that The change is coming. I think that we have now a new um, uh, realization of a new paradigm, right? And we are bringing this new paradigm into life. It may be slowly, but still it's happening. And I always say to each mom that I work with, you know, the decision you just made to work with me is not just decision that influences your life. With this decision, you are changing the world. You are making a difference for many, many women. Because when more mothers will realize they need um, or that the support during pregnancy, birth and postpartum and motherhood is normal, normal. And it's like natural thing. It's how it's meant to be. Then more of this will happen. And I'm sure also that, you know, that also for us who are working as I don't know, postpartum doulas, birth doulas, or like anyone, anybody who is working in this perinatal field. um, We will also, you know, have then more clients, which, of course, is also something that I'm sometimes uh, still struggling, I can say that. But um, I'm, I'm really fulfilled with the, with the fact that, you know, it's uh, one woman at a time, each each woman counts. And each baby, of course.
0: Yes, and so what you're saying is we need to come to this change at a more so society level, um, not yes. just as individuals. Yeah. Yes, it's something and that you I was just going to say, you've experienced some, in, you know, particular challenges like the rest of the world that um, COVID has happened. <laughs> Yes, in the last couple of years, just as your business was really taking off. So that's been obviously slowing everyone um, um, down. Uh, but, but I think as well, really embedding some of those bigger picture social changes and understanding as well. So I'm, I'm hopeful that this is like us
1: crouching before we leap. Yes, I, I do hope so. And, you know, I'm, I'm so amazed when, people, when women uh, hear about me or when they call me for Bowen and I explain them how I work and why I work this way. And they say, oh, I didn't even know that this exists. And this is really great. And of course, um, sometimes uh, the prices are a problem. And um, especially when a partner does not understand what are they investing in. Um, and sometimes uh, a dad calls me. And when I explain this to men, usually there is the, there is no problem. <laughs> they understand that, what they yeah. are investing in. And this is why what I'm saying is that we need to bring this also into our everyday talk and also society debate and also, also political debate, because um, what society um, are we when we are um, neglecting mothers? Because when you look at the society, how society treats a mother, then you can get the whole picture of the of the society. Because everything is born through the mother, you know, and then at the end we all return to the mother uh, to the mother earth, right? So it's not only nourishing one mom at a time; it's also thinking about making a change um, in regards to how do we. Um, view motherhood? How do we respect motherhood? How do we support motherhood and mothering and women in this time of um, their lives as a society? Because otherwise we find moms that are exhausted, depleted, um, depressed, anxious, um, resentful. And, you know, what can a woman give in this state in her home? Her, a woman is a heart of the of her home. And, you know, it's... She influences uh, the whole family, and if the mother is not well, how can a family be well and if If the family is not well, how can a society be well? So it all begins with mothers. This is what i this is what I'm really convinced in uh, about and this is the place uh, the frame of from where I'm coming when I'm working out there.
0: Yeah, I love that. I think that's actually a beautiful note to end on. Um... Where can people find out more about you? We'll include some links in the show notes.
1: Uh, but, yeah, what, what, where are you on online? Well, I have a website um, that it's um, www.mir-s.i. Um, um n um, n a dot s i so you better put it down because it's we'll uh, it in the link yeah. yeah spelling yeah. in english is not something i do everything <laughs> yeah and i also have a, a facebook page and instagram page i'm not so hot on you know uh, social media because um <laughs> i dedicate my time to women that i work with and then to to my family and um the time for for educate myself I study a lot all the time and then you know this is my priority and what what if I have time left then I also you know do some stuff on Facebook or Instagram
0: yeah 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 it's the last thing on a long list I can understand that um yeah. no problem so the best place to find you is your website thank yes, you so yes. much Irina we'll share thank that you link for below. the invitation My pleasure. It's been really great to chat with you and and to learn more about your your work with mums and and how that's changed over the years. Thank you. Here at Newborn Mothers, we believe that every family has the right to high quality postpartum care. If you want to join us, learn more at newbornmothers.com. And if you like this podcast, we'd really love you to leave us a five-star review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.